Hello everyone and welcome to this week's Game Talk. My name is John and as always I'm here with Joey. Joey, how is everything going down there? It's going good. Going good. Same old, same old. Awesome. Glad to hear that. Uh, today we are having a special show, a special podcast. We're actually broadcasting this live with all of our Twitch audience and Twitch streamers that have joined us tonight uh, because we have a big announcement that we're going to make uh, at the end of the show tonight and we want to thank everyone for joining us and talking so what we're going to do you guys that are in the live audience tonight uh, listening if you hear something you want to talk about uh, or you want us to hit on uh, drop it down in the comments and let us know because we're going to cover some things uh, first of all the thing that we're going to cover first tonight uh, most importantly I feel like the most important thing that we need to cover is this whole fiasco that's going on with GameStop. Uh, and we'll address that first, and then we're going to get into some other things. We're going to talk about uh, Resident Evil 8, uh, some news surrounding that, our feelings on it. Joey got to play the demo this past week. I'm going to talk to him about it. And then uh, on top of that, we are going to talk about... Uh, in our last podcast last week, we talked about how Microsoft was upping the prices on their Xbox Live accounts. Uh, they have since made a decision about that, and we will get into that in just a minute. But before we go any further, uh, Joey, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about GameStop. So here's the deal. Uh, there's been a big fiasco going out uh, around the world here, uh, if you want, if you want to say around the world, and there's some things going on here, and the deal is, is uh, this is from the Associated Press here, uh, explainer why GameStop stock surge is shaking Wall Street. So if you, we're gonna read this, um, <clears throat> I don't know if I'm gonna read it word for word, but we're gonna read this, we're gonna get into this, and we're gonna talk about it because. Um, I, I don't know if we need to, uh, to really get into all the details. Some of you guys may understand how stocks work. Some of you may not understand it, but we're going to get into it. So let's talk about this. Uh, it's not just you. What's going on with GameStop stock doesn't make sense to a lot of people. The struggle video game retailer stock has been making stupefying moves this month wild enough to raise concerns from professional investors on Wall Street to the hallways of regulators and the White House in Washington. The frenzy hit new heights Thursday with several trending platforms limited their customers from making certain trades with GameStop. It's all forcing hard questions about whether the stock market is in danger is in a dangerous bubble and whether a new generation of traders should be allowed to take full advantage of all the tools and free trade available on their phones, regardless how reckless they may seem to the outsiders. At the same time, champions of the 99% are cheering louder from the sidelines, saying the moves mean that hedge funds Wall Street and the 1% are finally getting their competence. Here is a look of what we got here. What is happening with GameStop? Uh, Game, GameStop. I keep saying that. GameStop's stock. Uh, it's been uh, maniacal this month after sitting around $18 uh, three Fridays ago 
$18 a share. Let's let's talk about that. $18 a share. Three weeks ago, Jackie Chu, yes, their prices are very high. Uh, $18 to three weeks ago. Uh, back to the article here. Uh, it doubled in four days. It kept shooting higher before nearly doubling on Tuesday. And then more than doubling again on Wednesday to $347.51. On Thursday, it gave back a chunk of those gains and finished the day at $193.60, down 44%. But it's still up an amazing 92.8% through the first week of 2021. And the company itself is still struggling. GameStop, based in Grapevine, Texas, sells video games at more than 5,000 stores and the pandemic has been keeping customers away. More worrisome is the long-term shift by customers away from brick-and-mortar stores and toward buying games online. Enthusiasm has grown for GameStop's prospects after the company said earlier this month that a co-founder of Chewy, the online seller of pet supplies, was joining its board. Investors see Ryan Cohen helping GameStop's digital transformation, but analysts still expect GameStop to keep losing money in its physical uh, next physical year. Um, okay, so back to this point, and we talk about this. This is some crazy stuff because we know that... Okay, we know you and I have been talking about it for a while that GameStop is losing money. They're losing money big time. Now they're bringing in this CEO or this uh, this guy from Chewy and they're expecting great things to happen and tra- change their online uh, presence. There's also the rumor going around that Microsoft is very interested in buying them. That We've talked about that several months ago uh, on this show. And uh, I don't know. At this point, Joey, what do you think? What do you think about the stocks? Why do you think everything's so high? Um, well, it came from uh, this Reddit thread. It's like, I uh, forgot the name of the Reddit um, thread. Um, but uh, from what I understand, it's basically trying to stop these multimillionaire people from getting a crap ton of money because what they're doing is that they're betting betting these stocks that that GameStop will there's the GameStop stock will go low and that's when they bet and correct and then that's how they make all their there are tons of money right and now it's skyrocketed they're all mad I mean, it's it's pretty funny. I mean, it's it's good in a way because it's screwing over all these big wig Wall Street people, you know, and um, letting random, you know, everyday folk make tons of money. I mean, I wish I would have known about it. I would have put a hundred dollars down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. Because you would have yeah. gotten. They said if you would have got if you would have put a hundred dollars down uh, in the beginning of the year. And you would have cashed out in the next, I guess, the past couple of days, you would have gotten at least three, three grand. Yeah, right. 
because it was $18. So if you bought, uh, let's say if you bought 50 stocks in that, that's $900, okay? So a thousand bucks easily that you could have spent on that, you know, okay, so $900. Just think about that, 1800. So currently uh, it is at, uh, I just saw this. Currently it is at $325, okay? 325, excuse me, times your, what did I say, 50 shares? Times your 50 yeah. shares, $16,250 that you could have made. It's actually incredible for the little man that didn't expect this to happen. Like, it's a really cool thing that this happened. And, um, I mean... You know, and now, now you know, there's a whole other issue of Robinhood getting involved and Robinhood not letting people buy uh, stocks. And there's another company on top of that I, I read earlier. I haven't have a chance to really look at the article. Uh, but now they're not letting anybody do it. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> it, it's it's really crazy. It's really a crazy thing. It's, a, it's to me, um, I okay. I have two two feelings about this. Number one, I feel like this does give hope to GameStop. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen to them. I don't think so. <clears throat> and, I think this, this is just a ploy to screw over the Wall Street people because AMC was trending too at one point. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I think that it could make it look more appealing. What I was getting to is... What I think is it could be a good thing in the long run because it may. Now, I don't know. I'm not a big stock person. I know I've traded here and there, uh, but I don't know a lot. But it may draw attention more to Microsoft to purchase them because there is that whole thing from several months ago where GameStop partnered with, uh, with uh, Microsoft uh, partnered with GameStop and they started sending in Surface Pros and stuff like that to GameStop. So I think, you know, I, I still think that is a very high possibility that it could happen. I, I think so. I think yeah. I think that they could do it. And then more or less what it would become is pretty much a uh, pretty much a uh, Microsoft store at that point, which you know, I'd be okay with that. You know, I would be fine with it. Um, but at the same time, it's like nostalgia. Growing up with GameStop or EB Games, whatever it was that you grew up with, uh, and having that go away would suck. But uh, locally, the GameStop here, uh, I go in there and I buy hats like this one. I don't ever buy video games from them. Except when I bought Angie Switch, that was it. But I don't, I don't really go in there. And uh, I mean, all the videos that Camelot puts out, you know, yeah, this might help them in the long run. But either way, I mean, they're they're not a great company as far as the shady stuff they did during COVID, right? And uh, the shady stuff that they they've been doing for years, right? And I mean, 
you don't want to see a company go go under and all these people that work there lose their jobs but i mean i don't know it's just i don't think this will save it i mean i just think like i said i just think it's a ploy to screw over the uh rich businessmen yeah and let, letting the uh lesser people like us make yeah. a ton of money right yeah i know i know and the thing about like we're not we're not trying to sit here and and knock on gamestop uh jackie chu uh has a comment coming in he says you know only buy the hats why not buy it online i didn't know they same day shipping on certain items at gamestop yeah True, man. <laughs> it's very true. Um, I just got in the habit. There's a, there's a friend of mine, and well, he's become a friend of mine. I call him my little buddy uh, down at GameStop. I like to go in there from time to time and see him. Uh, he gets excited when I come in because <laughs> he knows I'm going to make a sale. Uh, but if you guys um, literally, like, I'm going to make a plug for Camelot331 here. Uh, if you guys want to hear some of the stories that he has to say about GameStop, you should look him up, Camelot331. Um Dude is hilarious from Alabama, uh, you know, and uh, good guy all around uh, from what I, I don't know him personally, but I watch his content all the time. And uh, you guys should listen to some of the stories he's got. I don't really want to go into everything because I don't want GameStop mad at me like they're mad at him. But uh, I, I do have to say that, you know, some of this w- one of the stories that he told was uh, during the COVID era. Uh, well, we're still in COVID area era, but um was uh, that they took a bottle like this, this simple water bottle, right? But it was like a hand sanitizer bottle. And what they did was they poured straight alcohol in the bottle. And uh, and this is coming from an employee on the inside and said it was hand sanitizer. And all it was was just pure alcohol. And they threw like a price of like six, seven ninety nine on there, um, which is which is crazy that they would even even do that, even touch that amount. Uh, but, um, I think GameStop, um, I, I do think overall, like whether this helps them or not, and I don't know if it's going to, I just think that they're in a position where, uh, they don't have a lot of options. And I think that this is where they're going to end up, uh, on the losing side of this. Uh, now, now the whole Robin Hood issue, um, that's really shady. That is that's very shady. There's a lot of shady things that go on in this country. We know that, but like that uh, with limiting free speech here lately and on social media and all that kind of stuff, and then whether no matter what side you're on, this limiting free speech, and then now you can't buy whatever you want. Uh, you know the stocks that you want, and they're limiting you, and now they're limiting another company. So it's like somebody said earlier that uh, Robin Hood should be called the Sheriff of Nottingham now. Uh, because that's exactly w- the way that they're acting, you know. Like, oh, you know, you got to pay your taxes here. You got to do this. You got to do that. Oh, sorry, we can't let you have that. Uh, we can't let you, you know, do this. But, um, you know, I think overall, uh, it's kind of shady. It, it was not kind of shady. It's very shady. Uh, if you're in the live stream, let us know what you think. Do you think this is a shady thing by GameStop and by or not by GameStop, but by Robinhood? Uh, I actually still have the Robinhood app on my phone, I believe. I've not invested in a long time. I had some stocks, some penny stocks and some stuff, 
for a little while, and uh, <laughs> uh, they didn't go anywhere. I think I ended up cashing out like sixteen bucks uh, because they were starting to go down. Uh, but that was uh, that was like three years ago, three four years ago, um, on that. So uh, yeah, so GameStop back to it. Uh, I don't think that they're going to make it. I don't think it's going to happen. I just don't. I don't. You know, at the end of the day. I just don't think it's going to happen. I really no, don't. They've been struggling for years. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they they have no means. Like like Jackie Chuba saying, like, why go into the store? Why, you know, just buy it online. Wait a couple of days for it to come in. And But I think, I think where they still make their money, where they're still doing pretty good, is they take people. Don't get me wrong. They take people all the time. In Tennessee, yeah. we call it you getting took. Um you get took by them big time. And I mean, if you walk in, I, when the Xbox Series X was getting ready to come out, and I said, and you had said, uh, I think you were trading yours in to somebody, or you thought about trading into Amazon or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, I thought about it. Yeah. And I looked into Amazon's or uh, GameStop's version of it. I have an Xbox One uh, X or One S uh, over here. It's still sitting over here. And uh, I literally, um, it's basically in new condition. I mean, we've used it for two or three years, three or four years. Um, basically in new condition. It's perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, for excellent condition, they offered me $150. Yeah, that's the Xbox One S too. I'm surprised they offered you that much. Right. But... Um, but what I'm saying is, is the value of it. They, you know, you could sell it on a y- online yard sale or on eBay, probably for the same price, uh, and, or maybe get a little bit more. Uh, because I mean, your your games aren't worth anything either. No, they. That's terrible. I mean, I remember back in the day, um, having like stacks of Xbox games and. Uh, PS3 games that we had over the years. Yeah. Uh, we'll give you like 25 cent. Yeah. For like something that was yeah. not, maybe like two years old. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then they'd shortchange you on like things that you would think you would get high, high demand for like Mario, something Nintendo based. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they've always been shady with their trade-ins, and they don't even offer cash, I don't even think, anymore. Nope, it's in-store credit. Yeah, I mean... Also, another thing that they do, another thing that GameStop's been doing is, uh, you know, all this information I'm getting from employees that have worked there, Camelot331, people like him, and then other people that have shared stories. You, They, they push their employees to sell cell phones like this. Why would you go into GameStop to sell your cell phone? And what happens is people go in there and they do it. And they're like, oh, I've got this old phone right here. Uh, here it is, Bobby. I'll give you this. Here you go. Here's my new iPhone 12 Max. Here you go. And then they'll be like, okay, well, list price on this thing is what? $1,200 probably, Joe? I can't remember. Uh, so $1,100. $1,100. Brand new. Unless you're on a plan like me. But if you bought it out brand new, it's $1,100, right? You go into GameStop and they're like, oh, let me do the numbers. And they do the numbers and they come up with, oh, well, I can give you $400 for that. Tell me where that's fair. 
Yet the employees are required, they are required to sell like three or four of these at least a month to buy them, to buy cell phones from people. That's crazy. That shouldn't be happening for sure. But it ends up happening. And it is what it is. And we're not going to spend this whole show talking about some of the shady things that GameStop has done because we could go and talk about all kinds of companies and shady things that they've done. But uh, <laughs> it's just one of those things, you know? It's just at the end of the day, um, it's kind of cool for the, for the little man. It sucks for the big man right now. They're mad. They're angry. But it, it's really cool for people like you and me who invested. And I wish I had. I wish I had. But yeah, it, apparently, apparently some 10-year-old was like given, uh, I mean, just think about that. This was his birthday gift. He was given GameStop stock. <laughs> But now he cashed it in, and apparently he made. Uh, it didn't say how much he made, but I guess he made pretty good. Yeah, that's like. But at the time, presently at the time, though, it's like winning the Jelly of the Month Club. Like it literally is. Um, you know, you'd be like, oh, <laughs> thanks. You know, because it's not that big of a deal at the time. You know what I mean? Like it's it's who would who would think as a kid, oh here's some stock in GameStop, they're probably gonna go out of business. But here it is. <laughs> that to me is funny, and that's that's hilarious. But I'm glad that the kid is banking on it though, man. That's a really cool thing. Uh, okay, switching gears, guys. We are gonna talk about Xbox now. Last week we um, did a whole show. Well, half of our show on the fact that GameStop was changing their prices and they were uh, going to um, uh, up to, I believe it was $120 a year for gold uh, Xbox Live, uh, which is crazy, which is crazy. No one expected that to be, uh, you know, what, what would happen, but that's what ended up happening. And, um, so yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, it was, uh, it, it's just one of those things, you know, like you look at it and you're like, how can this be, uh, fair? Something's changing. And we talked about the fact that Xbox might be looking at it. Well, you get ultimate, you get the value of a PC of uh, project X cloud, uh, all these things, and you get 100 plus free games every month. Cool. Awesome deal. But the fact is, is that if you have a regular video game, you can't play it online. And I know this for a fact, because when I bought my Xbox Series X, I brought it home, and when I came home, somebody had tore the power line down. And when they tore the power line down at my house, the internet cut out. Can you imagine that? Getting your Xbox Series X the same day and the power line is down. Now, that freaking sucked. It was terrible. But, but, um, I hooked my Xbox Series X up. I started playing. And what happened? Well, 
the fact of the matter is I couldn't do anything. I had to use my hotspot on my phone, which wasn't very good signal where I live. And uh, I had to use it to download Assassin's Creed Valhalla so I could play. And at that point, it didn't even download the XS upgrade. It was only it was only that piece. That was it. I mean, literally, that was it. So, I don't know. It's it's just one of those things. You know, you, you look at it from, from that perspective, and it's like, okay, uh, you kind of get screwed over. But, Joey, I'm going to switch it to you, and I want you to tell everyone what Xbox has come out and basically said... Now that they uh, kind of switch gears a little bit and try to interpret for the people what exactly is going on in the world of, of Xbox now. Well, they uh, took back what they said. Uh, they they're not going to change the pricing for gold. Um. And then the whole thing with uh, you with certain games that's free that you had to have gold to play. Now you can play those games without having a gold subscription. So like Apex, Fortnite, and even the new Halo, when that comes out, you'll be able to play it online without having gold. So, yeah, they already screwed up and it was kind of a it's not a good it's not a good look. They need they need all the uh, ducks in a row, especially now because how they've just screwed up over the past last gen. Right. And this is like a very, what are you doing, guys? This is like 2013. Exactly. It's a big daddy field to come out there to. Uh, he's got to be like, we screwed up. I'm like, yes, Phil, you know, you're right. the one. Who- who has saved Xbox and then you're just a, you're the, the last say basically. I mean, he's the head of Xbox. So obviously he knew and they got to know that people ain't going to go and think kindly of what they were going to do. Right. Yeah. He knew he absolutely knew. I mean, there's no way now did they ever come out though and, and say like, what their purpose was behind it, what they were thinking. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. That's just insane to me that they yeah, would it's even, not, that, it's not, that we even think about that. It's not a good look on them. No. I mean, if Sony would have done it, they would have, I mean, they would probably would have gotten the same thing. Hate. But since, I mean, it wasn't even 24 hours. It was literally like the next morning. You and I recorded the podcast. It wasn't even the next morning. You and I recorded the show. We got off the air. We recorded the show off air. And when we were done, uh, I literally text you, oh, crap. Because I had just edited the episode, finished it. Like, it wasn't 10 minutes because it, it took me, it didn't take me very long to edit the episode last week. And uh, 
and I uploaded the episode to be released and I looked at it, uh, pulled up my phone, got on Facebook. Well, crap. They've changed. <laughs> They've backed out of it. Uh, so we wanted to rectify that this week. So, so that story was probably, it probably broke, you know, first thing that morning. So at least yeah. it had a full 12 hours to yeah. make its rounds and all the hate they probably got on Twitter. And I woke up, I woke up around noon that day and, and it was like one of the first things I saw that they yeah. were changing the price. Now I didn't know it was going to be that extreme because I didn't read the article, but I saw I mean, that the price was being changed or I think you know. in a lot of ways, some people were blowing out of proportion. It probably wasn't going to be that. Yeah, it would suck for new subscribers. But yeah. like, if you were currently a Xbox Live Gold member, your price wouldn't change. Right, but did that include like month to month? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure if it was. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I. I really don't know if that's. That's it. What are you on month to month plan? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I pay $15 a month. Oh. Yeah. So that's what it was. That That's how it changed. You know, that's how I... I don't know. I just feel like the value of it uh, could have been... I don't know. I, I really don't know how I feel. Because they they had opportunities, and they fixed it. They made it right, but you're right. Because we have family members that aren't so forgiving of Microsoft. That's hated them since the decision back in 2013 or whatever it was um, for the consoles and and to make them online exclusive. Eventually, whatever. eventually, what they were trying to set up to do, that's going to happen. I think so. I think so. I think it'll be more like a a quiet transition and change. They were just trying to get ahead of it because, I mean, it's going to happen in regards to people hated it or not. Yeah. That's just just like um, switching over to phones for a second. That's like iPhone. This year's new iPhone apparently... I don't know if it'll have it or not, but they're thinking about not having a port period and everything just be chart, uh, be wireless charging. That's why they have that MagSafe in the iPhone 12. Yeah. Which would suck talking about phones. That would suck because I don't have a charging pad in my car. Yeah. And I'm sure they'd make an expensive, uh, Apple accessory for that. But I mean, like oh, yeah. coming back to the Xbox thing, I mean, that's eventually, I think it'll happen. Yeah. I mean, I think it will. I think it eventually it'll lead to that. Um, overall, I think, I think that's where it's, where it's heading and, um, you know, we'll see. I think they made a big mistake. I think they shot themselves in the foot and now they're backtracking and they have a lot of, ex- a lot of explaining to do on that uh they've come out and tried to explain it but it's just one of those corporate things like it just sounds like corporate greed i'm an xbox fan i love xbox i love playing on xbox but i think overall they have to uh remember that these things 
uh, affect people's decisions on the console that they will buy. You know, I mean, we all know that I made a decision to switch from iPhone to Android and nothing against Android whatsoever. But I made that decision because iPhone made me mad and didn't include the the charging block in the box this year. Well, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Uh, but it did cause me to leave iPhone for a little while. So that could be people that are trying to push towards, you know, an Xbox or PlayStation 5 or even Xbox One and PlayStation 4, whatever. That might affect their decision and make them choose the latter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, or or it, it could even go as far as uh, that or making them go with Nintendo because, oh, Nintendo's the more simple one. Nintendo can do this. So overall, you know, that is what it is at the end of the day. And Xbox has got to learn from that. So, yeah. switching gears once again. A uh, little bit of sad news. We're going to just cover this briefly. Um, a little bit of sad news here. Um, we uh, learned today. Uh, I did today. Uh, Resident Evil Village is about to come out. And the actress, uh, Jeanette Mouse, Mose, Mouse, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, she actually died uh, at 39 uh, following her battle with colon cancer. And uh, she plays uh, several characters in the upcoming Resident Evil game. Uh, there's her picture right there. Uh, but the creepy picture you guys have been seeing go around uh, of the, of the uh, woman with the maggot hanging out of her uh, mouth that is who she played. And unfortunately, she won't get to see her performance in the game. Uh, so kind of sad uh, that that happened. And condolences and prayers to her family uh, for that. So we just wanted to cover that. Uh, but Joey, what I wanted to get into is I wanted to talk to you about what you think of, um, of Resident Evil 8. You got to play the demo uh, last week and uh, I'm telling you from what I've seen so far uh, this game is as creepy um, as it can get it is uh, it's pretty freaking creepy you know I think it's uh, it's going to stand up there. Now, I am currently, if you guys follow us on this channel, uh, you know I'm currently going through Resident Evil 7. Uh, look at this. I mean, just that, just that is creepy itself, in, in itself. The, the, the promo for it is creepy. So, Joey, what I want to do is I want to switch to you. I want you to tell me, you, got, you played it here on our Twitch channel just a couple of nights ago. Uh, your first impressions of it and what you expect from this game. Yeah, uh, it was a short demo. Uh, so maybe if you prolonged it 20 minutes, if you just looked around every 
corner or whatever. Um, it takes place after seven, which is cool. I like that, that it's in that same timeline as seven and not something different. Um, it's hard to tell. Like the, uh, they did this something similar with the Resident Evil 7 demo that uh, it wasn't the actual character that you were in the main game. So in the demo, you're it's called uh, Maiden. So you're like just, I guess, this random house guest or somebody that was just trapped in the in the mansion. Which, going back to the mansion, that's pretty neat that they have like a mansion similar to uh, Resident Evil 1. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, it was really cool. Um, it's hard to get a, get a feel of a 15, 10, 15 minute demo. Mm-hmm. Um, graphics look great. Runs at 60 frames. Uh, I don't know if it has all the bells and whistles as far as like ray tracing and stuff, but at least it runs at a smooth 60. Which is what everybody wants. I mean, that should just be a standard going forward. Yeah. Which we talked about anyway. Um, Right. But yeah, I'm really excited. for uh, It's coming out in May, I I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh, May May 18th or something like that. Okay, May 18th. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's not much to say other than uh, it's more like a visualization. They called it like a visualization demo, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't any combat. You basically ran away from. I'm assuming it was the girl who passed away, her character, and then you were greeted by the giant hot lady that everybody's calling her, <laughs> and then you die at the end. So I mean, there's not much to grasp. Like, what is this story? Um, well, some of the memes are pretty funny about it. Some of them that I've seen, if you guys haven't seen them, look up Resident Evil 8 memes. Um, it's pretty funny uh, uh, regarding the uh, the uh, villain of the game. Um, it's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting through 7, as, as I mentioned, right here on twitch.tv backslash Super Bowden Bros. Uh, on Monday and Wednesday uh, until I finish the game. I'm going through Resident Evil 7. I got through um, a bit of it uh, earlier uh, this week. I did not stream on Wednesday, but uh, on Monday, I went uh, probably about two hours almost and uh, um, and got to the point where I was up in up into the uh, mansion. I was looking around, and then dude who I killed in the garage came back out at me, chased me out, and I fell all the way back down because uh, I was just running, getting the heck out of there. Ended up being back at the same spot that I started from. And now every time I come around the corner, he comes out. So that's the next thing that I've got to figure out. I will say that the first, I like the first half of that game more than I liked the second half. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know, I just felt like it was more creepy vibes in that the first two houses or whatever that you were in. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And what you do in Act 2 and Act 3 is kind of, I don't know. I mean, it's cool what they did. I mean, it was a scary game that I ha- I uh, played in the dark, and I was scared. Yeah. And I had to stop. It has that aspect, which is great. 
that I yeah. want to see. Hopefully, eight uh, Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil Eight, whatever you want to call it, um, has the same type of vibe. Uh, like I said, you can't really tell if it was super scary. I mean, the it probably will be, but it's just hard yeah. to tell from that 10, 15 minute demo. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure. Um, I think, you know, I think that it has changed the horror genre of video games. I mean, Resident Evil's always been around, you know, for for a really long time. But I feel like uh, now uh, the the way that it's been set up, the way that they've done things, the way that they've told the story through this, I feel like it has become um, a pretty good uh, thing. Like I, I just I just feel like you know, overall it's become a pretty good genre, a pretty good scary game. Um, like you mentioned, uh, I had to stop too. I was just like, I can't take this. My heart can't take it. Um, you know, um, I I actually turned the light off in here while I was uh, uh, doing the stream and uh, set the mood in here uh, for for the game. And I just have to stop after a while because it creeps me out. Plus, you know, I've always been the kind of person. I don't like to sit down and beat a video game in one day. I like to take at least a week or two uh, to beat it. Uh, but then, you know, you look at games like The Last of Us 2. When that came out, I played that like it was going out of style. Like, literally, um, my wife and I would get home. We'd eat dinner. And the first thing we'd do, we wouldn't watch TV. Uh, we'd play The Last of Us 2. Now, she would watch because, uh, you know, to her, uh, it was like... Uh, I was, uh, you know, I was at a TV show, basically, is what it was, uh, <laughs> that she was watching me play, uh, and, and she really enjoyed that. So I, I think, um, you know, uh, this is getting off on a tangent, a different, different thing, that video games have changed so much. The story has become so important to me in a video game. You know, a lot of people are still in it for multiplayer, multiplayer, multiplayer. That's cool. It is what it is. But um, I think at the end of the day, the cool thing about it is is that we can do this. Uh, we can tell a story. We can tell an effective story. And I honestly feel like uh, Naughty Dog is someone that has really uh, told the story pretty well uh, with everything that they've done through The Last of Us, uh, Last of Us 2, Uncharted 1, 2, 3, 4, uh, I haven't played the other Uncharted game. I'm not really sure what that's about. Uh, but um, I feel like, you know, they've done a really good job overall. And um, that, you know, I, I guess, you know, games have changed and story has changed. And I feel like they're just as good as movies. What say you? Uh, <laughs> I ain't hear a dang thing you said. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! I was talking about the fact that uh, that um, how video games, the story has become really good, and how it's changed, and how things have become different. <laughs> I don't know why Joey's laughing at me right now. Maybe he can get something adjusted, but uh, I'll handle the rest of this podcast, I guess, uh, on my own. But, uh, but you know, I, I feel like, um, you know, th those things have changed and they have become better. 
and maybe we can bring Joey in now. Maybe he'll be able to talk, and uh, maybe I won't be able to hear myself in in his speaker there. But let's <laughs> let's see. Joey, are you there? Yeah. Now I can hear you. What did you do? What are you doing? I didn't do nothing. You're pushing buttons or something. I'm not pushing any buttons. I'm here the whole time. I don't know. You talk for like two seconds, and then you cut out. I don't know. It's showing my audio still running. But anyway, uh, Joey, thoughts on the fact of uh, video game stories getting better than movies sometimes? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I, I, I felt that that's what you were leading to by saying that. Um, but uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt thinks the same thing. I don't know if you heard what he said. Um, that he thinks that video games are going to be the new way of storytelling to surpass movies because in a lot of ways it is better than a movie. Very true. You, you actually get to do everything in it. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it's you know, it's like could you imagine mm-hmm. watching I mean which I'll gladly will when it comes out. But uh, like The Last of Us in movie form or Red Dead 2 in movie form, you know how boring Red Dead Redemption would be? No. It would be awesome. But I'm just saying, like, you wouldn't get that same type of build. Like the slow burn of Red Dead, you know, that would take seasons and seasons that's what it should be. It should be a television show. Yeah. It would have to be. It would it well, would literally uh, have to be. And Uncharted needs to be a television show too. Yeah. Show, you know, I don't think they'll be able to tell the whole Last of Us video game in one season. Yeah, I think they can. There's in 16 episodes? You got to think about it. I'm going back through The Walking Dead and we are uh, we're on season three again trying to get ready for these new episodes coming out and um, there's a lot of crap that happens in in the second season and second season was like 16 episodes. I mean all of them are now 16 episodes. There's a lot of crap that happens in those 16 episodes. That's 16 hours of television to tell that's a lot I guess I mean, you gotta think know. about it most of that time is you either dying trying to get through a part or whatever and that's why a game ends up being 20-30 hours whatever Last of Us was 30 hours something like that yeah um, but um, you know you gotta think about that and the movie moves a lot faster and stronger sometimes now there's some really good stuff, like some, like uh, Assassin's Creed. That movie that came out, it was okay. It was okay. Could have been yeah, a lot better. They could have done a lot more explaining. Movies need to be longer than need better explaining. But I feel like Assassin's Creed would work better as a TV series. Yeah, which is going to be well, anime, I get or something like that. Yeah, no, but no, it no. needs to be it needs to be live action. I think it is going to be live action. Oh, okay. It's going to be Netflix. Something with Netflix. I don't know. I don't know. But that's what we're going to talk about next week. We're going to talk about 
video games that need to be made into movies, why, or do they need to be made into a TV series, and why? That will be the specifics for uh, next week on that. So everybody, uh, listen to our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. If you are listening tonight, uh, today, whatever you're listening, make sure that you follow us on Twitch. That's twitch.tv backslash Bros. We are on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Friday is the day that Joey and I get together and we live stream together. And also, Mondays, Wednesdays is my day. Tuesdays, Thursdays is Joey day. We go on at 6 p.m., uh, 7 p.m. or 8 p.m., anytime in between there. Uh, so make sure you join us if you're if you're listening to this podcast. It greatly help us out. Also, if you're wanting to donate, make sure you subscribe on our Twitch channel. Or if you feel better, go to patreon.com backslash Super Bros. That's patreon.com backslash Super Bros. And for two dollars a month, that's all you can. If that's all you can give, that's cool. If you can't give that, if you only give a dollar, whatever, whatever is appreciated helps going towards making our show, this podcast, and our Twitch stream better. So thank you guys so much for joining us today, Joey. Do you got anything to say before we head out? Uh, no. We'll discuss more next week, talking about movies and our video games that need to be movies. Yeah, that'll that'll be fun. Um, I'm going to play some more of the medium. Uh, I played it last night, I think. Yeah. I streamed it last night for a little bit. Uh, like I said, it's hard to tell what that game is going to be. Uh, I'll let you know. Hopefully, I'll be, be able to beat it by next Friday. So let everybody know. Well, Joey will tell us on the podcast next week. Guys, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Twitch streamers, stick around. We're going to be right back. Remember, guys, keep it nerdy.